What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Crypto Brew Show, where we are drinking brews and talking about it. It is December 13th, 2018, and we got a packed show for you today. So let's go ahead and just hop right into it. Let's head over to the Crypto Brew Crew. Jojo, how you doing out there? How you guys doing today? Uh, it is actually three days away from my brother's birthday. Hey so happy early birthday, brother. Baby lamb. Uh, I will see you down in Anguilla. Heading down there, he's going to uh, medical school. It's really awesome. But anyways, uh, I am drinking a Two-Hearted Ale by Bell's Brewery out in uh, in Michigan. So you guys may be asking yourself, oh, I think I've heard of that one before. In fact, you have, if you've been listening to us. This was the beer that was presented by Jonathan Kime of the Cryptocurrency Wire. And I thought I'd give it a whirl see how it tasted so if you guys want to find out my thoughts more so later in the show stick around and find out all right i'm excited to actually know what that one tastes like so i'm excited bear of the week hello ron how you doing man what up i'm doing good man i'm doing good chilling with my christmas tree once again (laughs) in all its glory drinking a uh mighty fine beer here the Temptress is back again. Bout number two. This is by Lakewood Brewing right here in Texas. Good stuff. Let's have Some a show, guys. Some could say it's tempting. That's yes. why it's called Temptress. I feel like you, we may have used that pummy slur. not even a pun. And I also think, no, it's not. And I also think that it kind of looked empty there, Ron. So just, just saying, just saying. All right, moving over to our <laughs> disclaimer. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Hashtag Nafamu, not a financial advisor. My own opinions, you'll hear that on the show periodically. And of course, hashtag BYOB, we did, did you? Moving over to the state of the market. We are sitting at a global market cap of 105 billion. Haven't quite crossed underneath 100 billion, which is a good thing. We're sitting at a 24 hour volume of 12 billion. BTC dominance sitting at 54.89%, slightly lower than last week. Bitcoin still sitting at the top, 33.25, down 5.37%. Number two, XRP Ripple is at 29 cents, down 3.58%. Ethereum sitting at number three, just crest underneath the $90 mark at 87.11 down 3.87%. Stellar sitting at number four at 10.5 cents, down 11.25%, the the biggest downer in the top five. And we have a surprise visit, a surprise guest. I don't know if he was an invited guest, but he's a surprise guest in the top five. Tether sitting there at, you guessed it, $1. That's all I'm going to say. So moving on to our gainers and losers. Hey, JoJo, what we got? All right, guys. So it's no surprise that uh, with Tether in the top five, obviously the entire market is going down. Um, So I'm actually not going to even talk about the losers today. I'm just going to talk about those top gainers in the market. And with those gainers, we've got Batcoin at the top, flapping its way to the top, up 60.98% in the past 24 hours. Contract Netcoin right behind it, up 57.25%. And Alibaba coin, I don't know if that has anything to do with Alibaba. Uh, 
probably not the same coin. But that one's up 54 54.92%. Somebody thinks so. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And uh we got win coin. All I'm going to do is win win win, you know? Uh no I think that's what, what everyone I think that's <laughs> what everyone <laughs> everyone's wanting to do up 54.32%. And then we've got some like uh interesting stuff right here. We've got codium encodium they've got tammy coin which is actually a heart logo with a uh you know mre not mre but just like a heartbeat rhythm logo in there and transcodium like are these all like codeine fanatics and that's why we're tripping out on these coins right now and then obviously you know at the bottom we've got syscoin like the only like real name on that list right there of 40.8 percent uh, i'm actually just pretty intrigued like is Syscoin up for any reason, guys? I haven't heard any news, but uh, it's like, like you said, it's one of the more legitimate names it's in the top, what, 50, I think, at this point still. So uh, it's interesting to see that one uh, there. Um, but, yeah, we screw the losers. Who wants to talk about the losers? If you're holding one of those losers, you certainly don't want to hear about it. So let's just go ahead and jump right back over to our market news headliners. This is why you're here. Our first headline of the day comes from Bitcoinist. You will be kicked out of China. China officially bans security token offerings. Uh-oh. This is not good? Question mark? Is this China ban 2.0? I'm getting some deja vu here uh, from when we first got in the crypto space. Way back last year, August, end of summer, we heard about China banning cryptocurrency as a whole. Now we're back sitting here. China's banning STOs when the entire 2019 was supposed to be STO was supposed to be the new ICO for 2019. At least that's what we've read and heard. So Jojo, what are your thoughts on this article? Uh Oh, Ramino's. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I know we, we've heard this time and time again, you know, China, has kind of been against everything oh, that has been initially adopted like the entire time, but they eventually come back around. So I think we just got time on our hands. And once they figure that out and they realize that STOs are actually security offerings and they're going to be realize that they can actually put that on their exchanges and everything's are good. Like, I just think it's, I think it's just a matter of time before they come back on it. But I think I don't really think other countries are following with this because this is just like the initial aspect and they're going to figure things out along the way. And uh, I don't even really think there's like ways to circumvent this because a lot of people are realizing that a security token offering is actually just that a security. So there's not much to worry about. You don't have to worry about whether or not it's actually going to be a security. And if those eyes of regulators can jump in on this, they're going to be able to do it. With, and that's that's all I think. With that being said, I mean, you just said you don't know if there's ways to circumvent it. I mean, it, it said in the article, I mean, local ICOs use foreign registered companies to circumvent the prohibitions. So, I mean you know there's ways around it. I mean, there's going to be ways yeah, around it. Yeah, but, whether mean, or not said, they're easy. You said, you said the three-letter word that is not at all what this is about. This is about <laughs> STOs, and that was an ICO. 
But yeah, I mean, there are ways to get around it because you, you know, even in the states here, we talked about uh, ICOs as far as like Kickstarter and everything else was concerned. Like, we got around it because of that, and that's all it is. But we know that the SEC is coming at us now about all of those things. If it's not something that can be utilized as a utility as a further asset, they're going to come down on it. Yeah, true, and it's certainly going to make it more difficult. It's not going to. It's not going to be easy. So only the people that really want to do it are going to be able to figure it out and do it. So, but Rowan, you've been super quiet. What What are your thoughts? Man, I don't really have much on this. I think this was kind of expected. Um, nothing surprising, obviously. Uh, and as always, there of course there's ways to circumvent. Fair enough. And I mean, we maybe we could just coined the phrase "China is going to China." Okay, maybe not. Hashtag China's gonna China. How about how about I want America to be the bull in the China shop? <laughs> Please, yes, America. This is your chance to get back on top of China. Right now, China's all over you. You need to get back on top. Anyway, Come on, Trump, instead of like be, leaving tariffs, why don't we go ahead and like get on all STOs? That's oh, how we're gonna really win. Oh god. Let's uh let's get off this before uh we get targeted. <laughs> Moving on to our next article here. This one comes from a, a news source we actually haven't talked about on a show lately, but it's called Data Driven Investor. World's biggest crypto exchange, Binance, is launching a competitor for Ethereum. Roan brought this one to us, and it's actually pretty interesting. Roan, how big of a deal is this? gonna become because binance is such a big player in the exchange space it has so many active users what does this mean yeah man this is awesome uh what i see this as i, th I think you got two different things going on here one i see this binance as being the future like doorway for these other crypto projects to work and to make transactions with us you know with with the with the uh the masses i guess and on the other hand from an enterprise point of view i think that certain markets will appreciate and use this uh binance chain but because because of the way regulations may pan out i could see certain countries banning Binance altogether, all, all facets of their services because, because of this, because of, you know, where, where they are and the services they offer. So I don't know. I think it's good, good long-term overall good, but maybe have some issues going forward. Right. Which I mean, as far as adoption, as far as banning is concerned, I mean, again, they could ban IP addresses, domain names or whatever to certain countries like the great China firewall or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, again, there's ways to circumvent. So, but that still stymies the adoption rate of something like this. So that definitely will hurt it in the long run. Jojo, what are your thoughts? All right. So my initial thoughts about this, um, uh, so remind me guys what is the name of the chinese uh, company that is like amazon it's like wabi dabi something or the other right um i i know that with binance being in the fold like that 
that something like that is going to really start to utilize their infrastructure and their chain system. My only question is to you, Roan, and with Ethereum just being adopted by Amazon Web Services and uh, Amazon really kind of pulling out the stops with Ethereum, do you think Amazon Ethereum powerhouse is kind of go up, kind of go up against um, this major powerhouse that is the Amazon of the Chinese culture with Binance? What? That's what I mean. I think that that's a possibility, but because of Binance's ties to to their exchange, where some countries see them as still selling securities, like some countries see Ethereum as a security. Well, do you think that's why so, they came out with the decentralized exchange? Well, they're still, but they're still allowing the exchange of securities or whatever, and that's what I'm saying. That may scorch. Maybe, you know, part of what they offer and some enterprises may have to be hands off just because of that. But another issue says a, there's a flat fee of 0.1 BNB for each transaction. That's insane. That's way too much. I don't know if that's a typo or they just haven't thought about that, but they're never going to rival Ethereum if the transactions cost that much. Uh, I mean, again, I, it certainly depends on the price of, uh, you know, the coin at the time, especially if it's a flat rate. If it's if it's not if it's flat and there's not going to change, I mean, that doesn't really scale. I mean, if if everyone starts using it and the the price of the BNB token starts going up, that's just going to immediately increase the the price of the transaction fees. So, I mean, there's certainly some interesting talk there. Joe, are you talking about Baidu? For the Google of a, the Google of China, yeah, by you. That's that's what it is. Okay, all right. So I knew I knew it was something like close to that, but yeah, they do something very similar to like Amazon Black Friday sales, but they allow you to like purchase one item and you can create different accounts and like actually increase your amount of money spent as a subscription-based service in order to buy other items. But their items are just kind of like exactly like Amazon Prime Black Friday sales. And it's huge. Interesting. And so I just I wonder how that's going to compete. But yeah, I mean, Rome pretty much said it all. And I think the main thing with Binance is with that 0.1 BNB fee, uh, it, I mean, that's, that's 10%. That's like pretty much a 10% aspect. And that's huge. So uh, I don't know. I think scalability, like you said, Charlie, is the major thing. So we'll see. We just got to focus on that. I think they're going to find that out in the early process, like everything else does. You know, they're introducing something new. So let's let them let, let them run the show and see what happens. Yep. I think you said it right there. Let's uh, let's watch and see, and we will certainly keep you updated here on the Crypto Brief Show for any new uh, stuff that comes out with. The Binance chain. Alrighty, moving on to our next article here. This one comes from Medium. Wanchain 3.0 launches Bitcoin bridge to Ethereum. Continues rapid progression in blockchain interoperability mission. Now, Roan, this is one of your babies over here. Wanchain. Wanchain, Wanchain, Wanchain. The big the big thing here is interoperability. I think that's the key word in this entire article. And there is a, a block of text 
uh, on the slide here that you all are seeing. And if you're just listening, I'm sorry, but don't worry. I'm going to tell everybody, you don't have to read it. Ron's about to tell you what Wanchain's about and what this article's about because he's done plenty of research. So, Ron, what does this mean, Wanchain 3.0? Dude, what I like to liken Wanchain's vision to is if you think about things before the internet, we had like a grocery store uh your the mall had all these different stores right we had your library where you would get books get all these different things and what did the internet do the internet brought all of these things together in one network right that's what wanchain is doing for blockchain they're taking uh utility blockchains currency blockchains and any and every blockchain is there. That's their goal is to take every single blockchain technology and make them interoperable. So Wanchain 3.0 or Wanchain, I'm sorry, 3.0 is the, the big one, right? This is the one that they've been waiting for. Um, now, Bitcoin and Ethereum are interoperable through Wanchain's network. So that's freaking huge because you're taking the largest uh, platform for dApps and you're also taking the largest uh, currency and making them work seamlessly with one another um, and that'll open up huge lots of opportunities for all those dApps especially yeah it's uh, that's super interesting I mean I know there's a lot of projects that are trying to do exactly this I mean that's that's the biggest thing we could have separate blockchains but if they can't talk to each other, that's that's not going to help like push crypto and blockchain forward. I mean, they're going to have private blockchains, public blockchains. You need them to talk to each other. So, Jojo, what are your thoughts on Wanchain 3.0? Like, what what what's the ideas here? Wanchain. Uh that was my attempt at like, you know, like trying to hype shit up. But anyways, uh, Wanchain, Wanchain is pretty awesome. And, you know, like, um, honestly, I've, I've been trying to hype people up, not for me, on anything with chain in it. Like, a lot of those people with chain-based protocols are really the ones that are leading the charge in interoperability. And uh, Wanchain being one of them, I think it's, it's huge. And... My curiosity about this entire news initiative about Bitcoin Ethereum bridge with Wanchain is the fact that Ethereum is like introducing like a potential new fork coming up. And I know that is going to be massive in the space because they're going to be starting to cut down on transaction times and they're going to reduce the cost to, uh, to the users because they're going to start paying the miners less per transaction. I wonder how that's going to like create and define WAN chain because if that becomes popular and Ethereum just blows up even more so because of that, and you've got Bitcoin, this powerhouse asset, huge store of value that's coming in like right behind it, WAN chain could be like the new operation system for all. And it's, and it's going to be huge. You know, yeah. so I'm stoked. Um, regardless of anything, 
And uh, I encourage all of you, you know, hashtag Nafamu, check out the chains, any of them, wind chain, dragon chain, all of them. All right. True that. I like it. I like it. Alrighty, moving on to our next article here. We have Ripple news. This one comes from Blocked. Ripple and Finna Finna B L R. If you could, if you want to pronounce that for me better, you can. But right now, Finabler. Finabler. will launch blockchain payments by Q1 of 2019. Hello, Ripple is yet again in the news about another partnership and more utility. How big is this news, JoJo? All right. So, uh, you know, if you guys have been watching the show for a while, we actually did have an article about a guy that lost all of his mortgage that he put into to Bitcoin space. Like, he'd probably be feeling better if he put it into Ripple right now. And with this Ripple up, option right here you know he could go ahead and pay his his mortgage back off with ripple but yeah hashtag nafamu for sure but i think this is this is pretty huge um you know like the aspect that they're willing to let this as an like a kind of a country asset in order to pay things off is just a huge thing for ripple but my thing is, is, I don't know if they're doing this as a last-ditch effort because Chase has come out with their protocols and blockchain systems. And not too long ago, Bank of America actually came out with their own patents as well, along with the Winklevi twins with Gemini and everything else. I don't, I don't know if Ripple's going to be going on for long term. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I dude, Ripple has Ripple has all those contracts in Asia, dude. Yeah, With, Ripple, uh, Ripple's not going anywhere. Yeah. That, that was actually my question to Rowan, because uh, you you're the the flipping man. You you can't wait till till the big daddy Bitcoin, the honey badger, gets taken down from the top. Uh, solely, solely solely for for you know the. Pro- progress like progress yeah, in i don't space. want bitcoin to go down right, i right, just right. want i don't i just want the utility stuff so to come up i'm we, we talked about this recently on a show about the whole ripple utility thing and so what are you i mean what are your thoughts on this article as far as i mean again they're continually getting partnerships i mean they're not they're essentialized again we do hashtag or not hashtag uh quote unquote crypto i mean you could argue it's debatable whether they're not they're actually a real cryptocurrency in the sense of you know the the pure vision of the original white paper of bitcoin blah 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 blah. we go we could go we could do a whole episode on that so what are your thoughts on again ripple just coming out partnerships and making things happen yeah i mean this is what ripple's been doing like the entire time and uh you know we've thrown a lot of shade at ripple for being centralized for not actually initially having a use for the XRP coin itself, but now they're moving towards using the coin. So I don't know, man, I'm excited. And I've, I've kind of flipped on ripple. I used to be anti ripple. I, now I'm, I'm, I appreciate their project more and what they're doing. And I see it as a better alternative than for example, JP Morgan Chase, I, I, I want them out of the financial system in the future. 
if so if we're talking about using Ripple versus using Banks, uh, I can agree right. with you. But exactly. I don't I mean, I don't think I mean with Ripple they wanna use banks and they don't care about the us. They don't care no, know, about us using them. But you, Hey, speaking of that, uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Robinhood, they're the uh, you know, buying stocks app, it's mm. free. Uh, not only do they also offer crypto, but they're going to be opening up uh, checking and savings accounts soon with uh, set percentage rates for earnings, interest rates, and it's better than what banks offer. So Robinhood is, might be one to watch out for because they're in the crypto space as well. True. They're, they're, uh, they're coming up. They're trying to get in, in on the game. Hashtag not sponsored. But Robinhood, if you're listening more than welcome to contact us. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our Robin last... Hood for the flipping. <laughs> moving on to our last article here. CCN.com. Razor wants gamers to mine cryptocurrency using their idle GPUs. But you probably shouldn't. Now, we teased this earlier on uh, social media this week. Razor wants you your expensive video card that you bought that you could play all the games that you want to, the most prestigious AAA games that you can play on your computer, you, you probably spent up well over hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this. They want you to mine cryptocurrency while you're not using your computer. You're asleep, your computer's still on, you download Razer SoftMiner, and you can mine cryptocurrency with your video card that you spent so much money, and you can get some money back, right? Wrong! No! You're not getting any crypto here. You're not. But before I get into my spiel, we'll go over to JoJo. And, I mean, what are your thoughts? They This is like, again, we, we teased it. It's the worst deal in the history of trade deals. Maybe ever a a la Trump. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if Razor came out and said, all right, well, if you mine uh, coins and you get engine coins... I would be okay with this because engine is Great actually still on the market, right? You could actually sell your engine for actual freaking product. You know, you can get actual currency for that. You can't do anything with this razor coin. What are they doing? They're, they're just trying to scam people. Hashtag not for me. Uh, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. Uh, Roan, tell me, tell me your thoughts. I mean, I think it's crabby. Yeah. There you go. Thoughts from Roan. I mean, unless you can buy Razor's products with the coin. You, you can, but there's there's a caveat there. So they do so when you use their Razor Soft Miner, instead of so you're mining cryptocurrency for them. You are mining cryptocurrency with your GPU, but the cryptocurrency that you're mining goes to Razor, and they all they give you is Razor Silver, which by, if you go look at this article on CCN, they kind of compare and they'll, they'll let you know how much you can earn from it. But, oh, my Lord, it is terrible. Like, the amount of mining power and electricity costs and everything that goes into it, they give you, like, pennies. Pennies not worth anything. Sure, you could use it on Razor Gear, but it would take you a year to earn just hardly anything. This is terrible. So, anyway... Guys, if you're if you're listening here, any gamers out there that are like, oh, this is easy, okay, just earn some money. Be careful because 
yes, you are. You could easily download a software. You could easily run a software, and you think that hey, I'm running a software while I'm sleeping. It's not costing me anything. It is costing you stuff. You will your electricity bill is going to spike. Your like you're going to be spending more money trying to get razor silver than you would be earning maybe just mining cryptocurrency in general. So hashtag Nafamu. This is not a good idea. Please be wary. Do your own research. Don't do it. Do not do it. Okay. Anyway. Hashtag Razor is not the answer. Life <laughs> is more important. Hashtag Razor needs to do better. Damn it. Alrighty. Moving on to the beer of the week. Hello. We saw this one before by our lovely guest, Jonathan Kime of the Cryptocurrency Wire. Jojo, I am super interested to know how exactly you think this beer tastes. What do you think? All right. So um, oh, really interesting. Well, actually, real quick, before you start, um, yeah. apologies. The slide has holiday cheer and shiner on it still. So that's my Oops. bad. Hello. Hey, we all make mistakes. We had I had a little bit uh, too much Blue Moon Harvest pumpkin wheat, so... Woohoo! Uh, ignore that. But as far as two hearted ale is concerned, Jojo, go ahead. But anyways, yeah. So like, uh, all that aside, it's all good <laughs> because you know, two hearted, right? You know, it actually embodies two hearts of beer, and that's why Holiday Cheer stayed up there because we're like, hey, you know what, brethren? We love that you're really making craft beer too, and that's why it's there. But anyways, this is labeled as an American IPA. Huge. Not New England. Nothing else, you know? Not an, not an IPA just in general. India Pale Ale. This is an American IPA. And uh, it, is, it is just that. It has a lot of power, a lot of hit, uh, but it is actually subtly smooth. It's very dry on the characteristics, which uh, really, really defines that American characteristic in my in my eyes. Um, it is huge centennial hops, centennial ale, and uh, this alcohol by volume is about seven percent. So you get your walla, you get your taste, and uh, you really, really get uh, two-hearted ale because. You see multiple sides to this beer. So if you guys get a chance, get out there, follow in on Jonathan Kime, and try this Two-Hearted Ale um, out of uh, Comstock, Michigan. Great beer, and uh, I want you guys to really enjoy it, all right? So I want to know, cheers. I want to know what uh, original gravity means. Do you have any idea? I got, that might be a that's a super ignorant question, and I probably should know since we have uh, brew in our name. Dude, gravity is like density and temperature. Oh dang, you're right. You're right. The rel the relative density of the wort before it is fermented to produce beer. Yeah. Hot dang! Look at you, Roan. You on top of things, man. I learned something today, and I probably should have known it already. Lost some beer creds right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, dude, I love it. I want to try some Two-Hearted Ale. So next time I'm at the store, I'm going to go 
and get me some two heart. Two heart. Moving on. Question of the week. Question of the last week. We had placement of Litecoin in the top 10. I said nine or stayed the same. JoJo said it was moving up one. Rowan had it moving up two. And it went up one. JoJo, we're the win. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. JoJo. Oh, yeah. For that, I'm going to go ahead and open another beer. This one's going to be a Yangling. And uh, for all of you in Texas, yeah, you're right. It's not here in Texas. I had to drive to Shreveport. All right. <laughs> I went on one hell of an epic beer run. Four hours. Hell, yeah. Getting me some Yangling. And Yangling, I know you're on Twitter. I know you followed. I know you saw that. Win Texas, all right? Come on. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, well, good job, JoJo. Litecoin sitting at number eight in uh, Coin Checkup's market cap rankings. We're going over to our question of this week. The set. What will the seven-day percentage gain be of the Binance coin, BNB? We talked about it earlier on the show. Jojo, we'll start with you since you were just talking. What do you think the seven-day percentage of Binance coin after the news of the Binance chain? All right, so I'm going to first premise this with hashtag Yingling, not YOLO. Um, but so I think it's going to go up a solid 9.64%. percent Okay. Seven days. All right. I like it. Roan, yeah. what do you think? Oh, give me down 6.2%. I actually, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm going to preface this. I don't like the fact that you're down, but I like your answer because you know the state <laughs> of the market. So uh, right. I'm also... I mean, yeah, we got the pump on uh, BNB after the news, but after that, BNB cannot hold itself above water uh, in the whole state of the market. Again, always hashtag Nafamu. Always do your own research. Uh, I'm going to say it'll be down seven days, 4.32%. All right, so with Tether being in the top five, that means we're already pretty much hitting the bottom. Just saying. Wow. You better hashtag Nafa Movement. You calling it right now? Hashtag Nafa Movement. I think the market's going up. And that's why I said 9.64. You you calling the bottom right now? I, I'm I'm not necessarily calling the bottom of everything. You just said you were calling the bottom. You can't call the bottom and then not call the bottom. 30, 30, 72. Nafa Movement. Bitcoin. Oh man, that's that's where he's at. All right, fair enough. I think I think we're gonna hit that thirty seventy two and bounce, my friend Ron. And I think we're gonna go up. And that's why I said nine point six four to BNB. Okay. All right, holy, can we hear it? Holy numbers! I think we 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 test three, but I think eventually we go lower. I don't know if it's a, 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 within a week, but um, that doesn't help anybody. And again, hashtag Nav. We are not. We are not. Don't listen. To, don't listen to us. All right, go giveaway, giveaway, blah blah blah, giveaway. Let's change the subject here, guys. We have a giveaway. It ends on Christmas. We have swag bags crafted specifically for you guys from World Crypto Con. We got a T-shirt, a hat, cruisy stickers, and the swag bags. We have three of them to give away. Make sure you head over to CryptoBrew.show 
and we have a giveaway icon on the top right, but you could also go to cryptobrew.show slash giveaway and also enter through Gleam. It's super easy. Just check it out and uh, win yourself a swag bag. We got some awesome t-shirts from Pyramid. We got hats from 3BX. We got a HODL t-shirt. It's awesome. It's awesome. So definitely go check that out. And uh, yeah, that's about the show today. I know it ran a little long, a little long, but it's okay. Jojo, what are your uh, last minute thoughts, questions, concerns, or about the bottom? Jeez, why are you talking so, about the bottom? So anyways, anyways, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, any, any of that stuff, you know, education, crypto, that's our bag. If you want to know what's in our bag, go ahead and enter the giveaway. You'll find out, all right? <laughs> but, I like um, that fun right there. So, <laughs> exactly. Hashtag Yingling for the win, and Yingling win texas but until it comes to texas i'm gonna choose to hold your beer i'm gonna hold it cold i'm gonna stay cold and i'm gonna keep it bold all right my friends oh i missed that i missed that tagline (laughs) i like that it's back ron guys take care we'll see you next week be sure and tune in to uh all of our shows our interviews drink our beers we recommend and uh check out all those interviews we got some great people yeah we got we got some uh, exciting things coming up guys uh we just had the interview with trust science with bashir osman uh, we had an interview with jonathan Kime from cryptocurrency wire and we definitely there ain't stopping they're happening uh just keep a lookout and uh yeah we got some things happening we uh, appreciate you guys watching. Like and subscribe below for more show. We'd love to hear your comments, concerns. What crypto do you like? What do you think about the articles? Let us know, and we will showcase them on the next show. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Cheers. Peace. Happy birthday, Sam Stone. By the way, I don't know if you're watching. Sam Stone, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>